It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I thought it'd be fun to outline the top five mistakes that block scrum teams from delivering great value. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why pick on a team? Because, uh, you know, nobody ever ever does that, dot, dot, dot. Uh, You know, I'm not trying to pick on a team. And I think once you see where I'm going with this, it'll make a lot of sense. Many scrum teams just fail to maximize business value. It's just a fact. I have experienced many scenarios where teams suffer from just common pitfalls. So the teams fail to benefit from the advantages of scrum. But why? There are common anti-patterns that I see that bring drawback to the teams. If you can figure out how to maximize business value, many people consider that a wish list item and out of out of reality because they just don't see it happening because there are common pitfalls that people fall into. So I'm going to identify these these top five pitfalls that teams see and I give you just a brief synopsis on each one because I could go on each one of these for an entire podcast. Here we go. Number one, top of the list, a misunderstanding of what Scrum is and how Scrum and Agile is being implemented in our organization. Some teams just straight up forget that Scrum is a means to an end where the goal is to maximize business value. You're building potentially shippable product increments and meeting or working towards sprint goals so that you can achieve higher business value, so that you can achieve things that make sense. The problem is many organizations struggle because they they don't. They don't take the time to figure this out or they don't take the time to understand how Agile is being applied in their organization. In fact, if you refer to my 12-step guide, the number one step in 12 steps, the number one is why did your team choose to do Agile? You know, what problem were you trying to solve and what benefit were you trying to achieve? And surprisingly, many organizations don't even attempt. They don't even try to understand. They just, we're going to do Agile and boom, there it is. It, it's, it, it behooves me, it puzzles me to see how many organizations really don't have their head around what Agile means and why they're doing it, yet they try to push the teams to apply these principles. I've even heard organizations go as far as to say, you know, um, can you, can, we don't want to change what we're currently doing. Can, can you agilify what we're currently doing? I just want you to sprinkle some scrum dust on it and make it more scrummy. I didn't know those were words, but they scare me to death, right? We need to make sure we figure out that scrum doesn't mean just taking what you're doing and manipulating it. Scrum means taking what you're doing and transforming it so that teams are empowered, so that product owners know and are able to forecast with confidence what's going to be delivered, so that stakeholders are happy with the products or services we deliver, and so that everyone overall understands the means to the end right? Okay, let's go to number two. Number two is a severe misunderstanding of value. Until everyone doesn't have a common understanding of what business value means, there's going to be confusion, which will prevent the teams from maximizing what the perceived business value is. So if you think about it, if I don't understand what you're trying to do, me trying to do it's not going to make it easier for me to understand. (laughs) Wow, that was a loop, but it's true. I think that sometimes we don't take into account that value means something different to different people. So let's just go through the quick list of value. So you have uh, 
you have user value or end user value, which is the value to the end consumer, consumer value, if you will, right? And that's the value that they place in the product or service, the return on investment, if you will, right? Uh, then you have the uh, internal value or the business value. How is this going to strategically help us as an organization to grow? And then you have technical value. The technical value could be something as simple as um, how will this benefit us later um, you know, down the line? Will it help us with an architectural infrastructural improvement? So you have business value, technical value, and customer value. And those three really do make a huge difference. And you need to understand what you're trying to drive towards because I think that if people don't understand what each of those values are, it's going to cause them to just not really be able to focus and not understand the why behind the what. Okay. Number three, and probably my favorite of the entire list, is no focus. Increasing business value often requires us saying no to everything that is not the priority at hand. I'm going to say that again. Increasing business value often requires us to say no to everything that is not the priority at hand. If you want to have success, you need to limit WIP. It's just a fact. You need to limit work in progress. You need to allow teams and individuals to focus on what provides the highest value and let them crank it out. You know, even if it's just a small thing or just something, I, oh my goodness, I've heard everything in the book. There's no such thing as a small interruption. Any interruption causes disruption and will cause the team to completely lose their focus. So when you're talking about increasing business value, you need to be able to drill down, focus, and get those teams the tools they need. All right, let's go to number four. Not removing low feature value. All products have low feature value or even no value items, right? Yet such features remain available instead of being removed. Why? Why aren't we doing proper backlog refinement and grooming and getting those features out of there? If it's not something that's going to provide exponential value, it should fall off of the backlog until we decide where we're going to trim the tail. There are times where we put in some low business value items that are high consumer value or low business value that are high technical value. And I'm good with that. But we need to understand and remove items that just are there for decoration. Uh, we, we shouldn't be trying to show a flare here. This is a point where it doesn't matter how many pieces of flare you're wearing. We need to just get to the things that we need to get to and get those things done, right? Eliminate the low feature value work. And finally, number five, the team is not inspecting and adapting the work dynamics. The scrum team should constantly be looking to be a better version of itself, sprint after sprint. If the team's not going through the empirical process, if they're not being transparent about what's happening and they're not using inspection and adaptation, the team will become a worse version of itself sprint after sprint. And you'll eventually see teams fall apart. Now, I've personally witnessed this, not on teams where I was coaching, but on teams inside of organizations where I was coaching a team that was highly successful and I watched other teams fall apart under the tutelage of different companies or internal coaches. And what I can tell you is that if the team starts to really feel like it's not working, and they start to emphasize that it's not working because you know, Scrum is causing it to fail or Agile is causing it to fail, and they're not inspecting and adapting, and they're not paying attention to work dynamics, that's almost a recipe for disaster. So you want to make certain you got those things there. And those are the five things. So one more time, misunderstanding of Scrum and Agile and why it's being implemented, a misunderstanding of value, whether it's customer value, business value, or technical value, 
not being able to focus, having too many things, too much whip in progress, uh, not removing low or pointless feature value items, and not inspecting and adapting and building on a work. If you can focus on those things, that is, those are the keys that are going to help you be successful. Make sure you address it and talk about those mistakes and, and address each one individually and talk about it openly so that you can find your way to success. That's going to do it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, learn more at AgileDad.com. You know the address. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care. Yeah.